Hi, and welcome back to the show. Today, uh, we have Lynn Padetti of Outsourcing Angels on the show. Lynn is an influencer in the outsourcing space, if you can believe that outsourcing has influencers. She's uh, pretty big now on YouTube uh, and a lot of the other social media channels, but you can certainly go and check her stuff out on YouTube. Uh, Either search for Lynn Padetti or Outsourcing Angel, and it's really great stuff. Uh, really informative and it's really great that there are people out there working to get the message out about outsourcing and the benefits of outsourcing and how to properly harness it so uh, fantastic effort by Lynn. Uh, Lynn is actually interviewing me on this episode and I'm repurposing it for for you for this audience Uh, so it's a little bit more about me about outsource accelerator and where I believe uh, you know there's value in outsourcing so I do hope you enjoy for any of the uh, show notes uh, any of the links to get in touch with Lynn of course go to outsourceaccelerator.com slash podcast enjoy This podcast is brought to you by Outsource Accelerator. We are the world's leading outsourcing marketplace and advisory. We help big and small businesses with their outsourcing needs, and we can help you too. We cover everything from offshore business and staffing strategy, optimal outsourcing structures, implementations, and fully managed services. If you are already outsourcing, about to start or are somewhere in between, then we can ensure that you get the best from outsourcing. That's the best prices, best terms, and of course, the best results from your offshore operations. The Outsource Accelerator Marketplace now covers over 3,000 outsourcing firms, representing a global workforce of over 5 million people. We also host this leading outsourcing podcast, publish Inside Outsourcing, and have over 15,000 pages of content on the site. Because we span the entire market, we can ensure that you get the best deal possible. Get in touch today. Visit us at outsourceaccelerator.com slash quote. Also, if you find this podcast interesting or valuable, please share it. We have now produced hundreds of episodes featuring the outsourcing world's most prominent luminaries. Please show your support by sharing this podcast today. Hi, Derek. So good to have you on. Hi, Lynn. Thanks for having me. Super excited. Yeah, so I always received your newsletter actually and I just went like, oh my God, I need to talk to Derek, bring you on my channel because you are the man that knows everything about outsourcing. Now I'm saying not just about Philippines and not just, you know, like agencies like mine, but you come up, your marketplace consists of all types of outsourcing businesses and you're always on the front end of like what's going on in the industry. And so I want to bring you on, learn a little bit about how you got into the outsourcing industry and then share some tips because definitely a lot of my audience are interested in this whole outsourcing space because they're like, how do I work from home and have this lifestyle like you and be able to make an impact and hire people from, you know, different countries as well. So Derek, tell us a little bit about your backstory and how you got here. 
For sure, yeah. Thanks. Happy to share. Happy to share the journey. Uh, I am uh, an entrepreneur. You know, an entrepreneur at heart. I've, I've always worked in businesses. I've never really had a proper job. Um, I've had two or three businesses. Um, you know, significant businesses throughout my career. Um, one of the businesses I owned was effectively corporate housing or service departments based in London, central, central London. And I quickly realized that um, I needed 24-7 customer service for that kind of uh, industry. Uh, and someone recommended that I check out the Philippines. There's great staffing there. Uh, and I did that. Um, that was in 2011. And I got my first staff member then. Uh, and, you know, having never been to the Philippines, knowing nothing about the Philippines, almost literally nothing about the Philippines. Um, within four years, uh, sorry, three years, uh, I had actually built that office into the primary office for my business. My business was then about $20 million revenues. Uh, and it had gone, Philippines had gone from a, you know, satellite customer service office to basically being the headquarters, uh, running everything from you know, HR to accounts, to web, to development, to sales, to back office, to support, all of that. Uh, and, you know, three within three years of starting in the Philippines, I had then actually moved over to the Philippines. So I've been living in the Philippines now since 2014. Uh, and then, you know, the next business is, is outsourcing, which we can get into because it's just such a powerful, powerful tool. And I actually believe that outsourcing or offshore staffing or global employment is actually the single most powerful business tool out there for all businesses. Uh, and I'm just really sort of excited about sharing that story with, with other businesses, basically. Yeah, I love that. So do you still run that business or is it just the outsource accelerator now where, um, yeah, and tell, tell people about the outsource accelerator because it's a different kind of model. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, no, that business, um, I, I actually closed that down. That that had a bit of a rough uh, rough landing, which taught me a lot of lessons as well. Um, I uh, then started Outsource Accelerator. What I, ironically, what I learned from that business, I was doing service departments, kind of slightly during the Airbnb, but slightly before the Airbnb period. Uh, I learned how powerful and how critical um, marketplaces are to a market. Obviously, you have Airbnb, um, but then there's Booking.com, uh, which is fairly, obviously, really significant in the hotel market. I saw firsthand how powerful they are, how effective they are at aggregating a market. Um, and I you know, was becoming closer to the outsourcing scene. And I saw that there was no marketplace, no aggregator, and nowhere where people could go to learn about outsourcing, to have a single central point of sort of outsourcing uh, facilitation or information. So that, you know, that that's the silver lining to the cloud. I, I, I saw this opportunity uh, and set about building it. Mm, so Outsource Accelerator is like the eBay of outsourcing companies, right? So when you go on there, you can find all sorts of companies um, on there uh, so that you could find uh, the best provider. So just share a little bit with the audience, like how does the model work, you know, like um, yeah, in terms of your, your business model for Outsource Accelerator? Yeah, it's sort of, you know, different marketplaces work differently. Like, you know, Amazon obviously sells you a book, Um and, uh, you know, LinkedIn is a marketplace, but it just really is a, a, a network. We are different in that um, we, you know, we're not like Upwork where we list individual freelancers or workers. 
we actually work with the BPO industry, which is a long established, highly sophisticated industry. It's been going about 30 years. It's uh, about $280 billion revenues globally. Uh, there's about 3,500 um, businesses worldwide that are referred to as BPOs or outsourcing firms or call centers. Uh, and collectively, they employ you know, about five to 10 million people. Um, so we represent that part of the industry. Uh, they are all in our directory. We have about 3,500 uh, firms in our directory. Uh, and it's a little bit, you know, if you want to sort of segment the market, I see freelancers and Upwork, potentially VAs, a little bit as the sort of prosumer part of the market. Right. And then the BPOs might be a little bit kind of the enterprise part of the market, um, a little bit, you know, more, a little bit more expensive, but also a little bit more structured and uh, things like that. Yeah, so like for businesses like mine, if I want to um, go onto your marketplace, it means maybe paying like a directory fee or something, or what is the benefit to uh, companies, like outsourcing companies to be on there? And what's the benefit for clients to go onto a website like yours? Yeah, it's just it's just to help. You know, the, the analogy is if, if you are going to go on a holiday to Tanzania or to Greece, you've never been there. And if you don't have something like booking.com, to help you find those hotels in that Greek destination, how would you start? You, you, you sit on Google trying to find a Greek hotel and you're like, I have no idea where to start. So marketplaces are very instrumental in allowing you to see the entire market, seeing the options, the price points. You know, so we do that. And also we've got about you know, nearly 15,000 pages of articles and videos. And we also have 350 podcast episodes. So we're really just educating people about the market um, and helping them connect to the outsourcing partners for the outsourcing industry. Um, we, you know, there's a free directory. We've actually just spent about a quarter of a million dollars on updating that directory. It, there's the most uh, deepest sort of data on the industry anywhere. Um, so we've, we've invested a huge amount in that. Any BPO can come or outsourcing you know, firm can come and register uh, in the directory and list for free. But then we also have obviously paid. Um, we help these outsourcing firms generate uh, inbound inquiries, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's really, really great. And so in terms of all the agencies that are in there, um, are they just agencies uh, with Filipino staff or is it like agencies across the globe? I mean, or, or having staff across the globe? Yeah, well, this is the interesting thing then, you know, like it's it's kind of easy to say, look, we serve BPOs or we list BPOs. But then once you extend that out, it's like, well, is it in the Philippines or mm -hmm. is it globally? And then what if they have an office in the Philippines, but also an office in Colombia? And then mm -hmm. so eventually you just go, you know, we are now global. So we we sort of focus on the entire globe, although I'm based in the Philippines and I, I sort of focus a little bit more on the Philippines. But then also, you know, what determines what a BPO is? Um, there's the traditional BPOs, but then there's like the VA agencies. Like mine, um, <laughs> where it's like yeah. online remote. And BPOs, are, when I think of it, I'm thinking like big buildings and all the staff are in there. Is that right? Is that the term? Well, you know, and the, this is the difficulty in definition. You know, there's also like the old, old school um, call centers, which is another part of the market. Then there's kind of like the Upwork freelancers, but then there's also specialized verticals, you know, like BPOs that are that are just accounting services. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you also have, 
things which are more traditionally thought of as like agencies, like mm. a web dev agency or marketing agency, That's you right. know, and Using uh, SEO agency, mm. do they all fit in within outsourcing? It's it's hard to sort of draw that line, but you know, it's all it's all out there kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, out of all the agencies you've you've come across and people uh, hiring people from all different countries, I guess any tips around. I, okay, I've always hired in the Philippines, well, mainly. I've, I definitely have hired, hired in other countries, but I kind of stuck with the Philippines because it just was easy to kind of, you know, they tick a lot of boxes. I guess that's, but that's also my limited view in understanding um, the whole industry. So any tips around the different countries, any, you know, opinion on, on um, the trends or the different agencies covering different countries? Yeah. Yeah, look, it's... It's exploding right now. And what I find amazing, you know, generally what I'm selling is globalized employment. And once people realize that they can employ globally, it opens them up, especially, you know, you're in Australia, you look at Australian businesses, it's very geographically restricted and border control is very tight. Salaries are enormously expensive. And then when you realize actually, you know, there's 8 billion people on the planet and there's highly qualified, highly capable people, and a lot of them will work for significantly less, and they're they're very happy to do that because it's great salary in their in their country. Um, that's a huge opportunity. So what I'm selling is global employment. You know, I tend to focus on the Philippines because it's a very established market. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's great people, great talent, great cultural alignment. But there is every developing market. You know, the significant. Um, feature, I suppose, is that the salaries are lower. So, yeah. but but every developing country now is jumping on the bandwagon, which is which is amazing. Like uh, Fiji and Jordan and Jamaica, uh, Colombia's you know obviously pretty established. Uh, Vietnam, I saw South Korea's really getting into it now. Wow. Um, yep. There is almost every market is seeing this. But what they're seeing, they're not seeing outsourcing. What outsourcing really represents is. Anyone can tap into the global economy from wherever they are sitting. Yeah. You know, and that is so powerful. It's powerful for the for the clients because you're like, you know, I now I'm not constricted to my hometown or my home country. I have mm-hmm. 8 billion um, people as resources. And then also as a, um, as a business, you're like, you know, I'm no longer constricted to my own hometown. I can actually tap into the the global economy um, as long as I compete in terms of quality and and deliverables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you sound so passionate about this. And the longer I am in this industry, the the more I fall in love with it as well, because I just love how, you know, the the overseas people, their culture is different. Their love for repetitive work is different to Australia. It's like I kind of see there's no other way to make an effective team because everyone's kind of doing uh staying in within their lane of, of you know passion and and strength um i guess i still have certain clients or even my own husband going on the vas or virtual staff won't work for me i'm a traditional business like i'm a manufacturing company and i'm like but do you do some things online you know like using my uh my album well he's like yeah but he still can't so I guess what what would you say to people like that? And I guess do you feel like the pandemic or the, this whole working online um, recently has opened up more doors and things a bit more um, easier for this industry? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's been a crash course in remote work. You know, like mm-hmm. people have different 
um, habits, people have different behaviors, and there's no one right or wrong way of running a business. You know, there are a million different ways of running a business. Um, but the COVID pandemic has, has forced everyone to take crash course on remote, has forced everyone to use more digital tools. Um, and even if they didn't want to, even if they were kicking and screaming. And, you know, the, the, up, the, positive benefit of that is it's taught people of, of like there are options out there now a lot of people will probably go back to their old traditional ways which is absolutely fine but it's shown people that there are options and you know the world now is faced with uh, the great resignation with massive uh, skills shortages um, with uh, rising salaries you know and then all of these things along with uh, you know the recent sort of remote experiment uh, is showing people that there's other options out there you know there's eight billion candidates on the planet and um it's it's sort of better to try to tap into them than than the sort of ten thousand people in your local vicinity sort of thing yeah and i'm convinced that it works for every company except that you know unless it's uh as long as it's not a physical job i mean like a building company they might not be building bricks for you but there's some office related work that they can do right do you agree with that yeah for sure you know and um you know whether it's a plumber or an electrician or um, a builder you know those people are actually fantastic candidates for for part of it is sort of building a a operational structure that isn't completely reliant on them you know my my sort of first business was actually development property development property investment uh, and you saw it all too commonly that builders builders built the building but they were also the marketers they were also the bookkeeper the accountant you know and what builders really need to do is they really need to well they need to do a lot of things but you know there needs to be a marketing arm so that when they finish one job they have another job to go straight on to they need yeah. all of that back-end work um done for uh you know and so they need to it's just sort of the maturation of a company they need to allow for specialization within their within their org chart and a lot of these things you know obviously when you're building a house that is done on site but everything else does not need to be done on site. And, and it's the value in sort of identifying which can be done off site, which can also mean offshore or remote uh, is, is enormously valuable. Not only because they can then look for offshore staff, but they're also then breaking apart their business into the specialized functions, which means that you know if you then have a specialized dedicated person that is only just doing marketing and sales mm. then it probably means that you'll be filling your sales pipeline rather yeah. than relying on the builder who's busy building to to build that pipeline yeah you raise a really good point and that's the kind of service we help clients with a lot which is marketing because at the end of the day with the social media now with the new world unfortunately no matter if you're a local business and you do things traditional way you cannot survive unless you start going online and having a team to you know and there's so many platforms and like i don't know how anyone could keep up unless they have affordable team which is why i love outsourcing um on yeah. that topic you are writing a book and i want to learn more about what's the book about and i'm sure a lot of my audience would be interested to hear more about it too yeah thanks then it's it's i actually haven't mentioned this to anyone certainly publicly um it's called inside outsourcing uh and it's all about outsourcing and you know i break it down talk more broadly about the origins about um really sort of how humans have evolved 
and how we all network and how we cooperate. And then also, you know, dive more specifically into what is outsourcing, what is globalized employment, what is remote work, yeah. uh, and how all of this has evolved. And so, you know, talk at a fairly high level about all of this, and then kind of start to deep dive on the specifics of the outsourcing industry, how to navigate the outsourcing industry, how to get the pricing of the outsourcing industry right, um, how to get results because so many people, as you know, Lynn, kind of walk away a little bit disappointed um, from outsourcing and why is that the case? You know, so we talk about all that and then kind of end the book with uh, very actionable content. So yeah, that'll be coming. Yeah, that's really lessons. good. That's, you know, I take for granted that I know this information for so long. And so, but a lot of new people, even my own husband still go, how do you, how, what's outsourcing? Like they really don't understand. And I think they really need to understand the foundation of what it really is and how it kind of, yeah, this world of globalization. And um, yes, I'm really excited to, to get that book and refer to people to read it. When is it? When are you planning to release it? Yeah, not sure. It's 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 all written, which is exciting. So yeah. we're just sort of starting that process of of um, you know launching and um, yeah. but I assume in a couple of months and so people can just go onto the website and um, you know it, hopefully they'll they'll yeah. hear about that sort of thing. But I must say that if you want information on outsourcing, go on the website, Outsource Accelerator, and there's just so much there already. You don't have to wait for the book yet, um, but I'm sure the book will just, you know, outline from A to Z, make, uh, will make it more easier to, to read it uh, or to understand. Um, I too am writing a book, but it's actually called The Happiest CEO. It's, cool. you know, I haven't finished writing, but I'm saying it out there so I can finish it. And my goal for the book is to actually get people to, you know, run a business and design the business to support your lifestyle. Because often as business owners, you you forgot why you're in business in the first place. It's freedom mm -hmm. and lifestyle. And yet you keep chasing more money and more, more things to do in your on your plate. Even when you offload, you still keep busy and so I really want to inspire people to kind of of course you you have to outsource and delegate but you also need to be like set that intention and redesign things so that you can start living now not wait until you keep hitting 10 million 20 million whatever right <laughs> yeah, so yeah yeah it's always just around the corner isn't it that next that next goal or whatever it's always elusive Exactly. Well, Derek, thank you so much uh, for your time today and I'm sure people can find you on LinkedIn etc. Yeah, LinkedIn. I'm kind of everywhere. Uh, just type in Derek Gallimore or Outsource Accelerator and uh, yeah. Yep, should, we've got you your website in the description. So thank you so much for your time today, Derek. It was wonderful to chat to you. Thanks so much, Lynn. Been a Bye. pleasure. That was Lynn Pedetti of Outsourcing Angels. As always, if you want to get in touch with Lynn or know any more about the episode, go to outsourceaccelerator.com slash podcasts. And as always, if you want to ask us anything, then send us an email to ask at outsourceaccelerator.com. See you next time.